0: 15
1: 14
0: 13 12 11. 10 9 8 7 6
2: 5 4 3 2 2 2 2100 is the 21 hey 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 this the 21, yeah, this the 21, yeah, this the 21, yeah, this the 21, this the 21, yeah, this the 21, hey, 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 yeah, this the yeah, the 21, yeah, you know that you love it, I got a pocket full of dreams and a mouth full of money, it's like almost every day, I be re some something, have you seen the PT, yeah, you know that we start, yeah, this the 21, yeah, the 21, and I got a picture, perfect view for the way that I run it, and I'ma tell the whole truth, spreading love like it's nothing, this the 21, yeah,
0: the 21 All right now thank you very much to Griff OG Griff on Instagram for our new season three summer pack theme song. I am here in the studio with Taheed Carlos and Jalen and we're here to talk about and announce formally that I am walking to the ocean. I'm walking from Philadelphia to Atlantic city because this podcast has surpassed 15,000 downloads. And can I get a cheer? Let's <laughs> uh, 15, there go. 000. There we go. And we've been, we've been way past 15,000 downloads for a little bit now, but I got like a, a job <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I, I, a lot of stuff has happened in, in the meantime. So I'm not exactly focused. I wasn't focused on walking to the ocean. And as a matter of fact, I, I just wasn't going to do it. And then I, I, told a few people, and one of the few people that was receptive to this concept was uh, Carlos Aponte. So Carlos, could you tell us um, what we're doing? Because I'm not just walking to promote the podcast, I'm walking to promote um, project ownership, We Love Philly, raise some goddamn money for uh, one of the few causes, because charities are scams, and anyone who listens to the podcast knows charities are scams, but I support one charity because I know Carlos and if Carlos starts fucking around and and (laughs) stealing the money or something, I'll be like, I have the guy's number. And I could be like, Hey,
3: what's up with that? So I, I come to school with hair one day. You're like, yeah, yeah. where's my yeah. hair from? <laughs> Did he buy that hair with the project
0: ownership money?
2: Of course. So, yeah.
0: uh, And I'm also here with Ty Heed and Jalen. Taiheed were you on the other episode last time we were? Recording? I was
2: not. I was sick that day, I'm oh pretty sure. God, yeah, because f- I was mad because I called Yadi. I was like, damn, you're living my dream.
0: Can I tell you this right now? You have a phenomenal radio voice. That's why he has all <laughs> the TikTok followers. Uh, he, he, he does I, voice stuff. His, this, this yeah. his voice is phenomenal. I, his as someone with also a good voice, I, uh, shout out to you for <laughs> yeah. your good voice. What's your
3: TikTok?
2: Uh, Yuri XOX. Spell it out. Y-U-E-R-I-X-O-X.
0: And if you like a combination of like alternative uh, black music and anime... This, this is your guy. This is, <laughs> yeah. He's got tentacion hair. He's That's wearing me. multiple chains. One of them is the chain, yes. like a dog would wear. I'm hair. actually currently dripped. And the other one is a, uh, a like a regular cross that I'm sure... Actually on his arrived chest, It's burning, on, a it's <laughs> burning <laughs> on his chest just by the way that he's dressed. Never stressed. <laughs> All right, so Carlos, talk to us about Project ownership or what project ownership is?
3: So project ownership is we are taking a bunch of students all around the city of Philadelphia. We're bringing them to One Art Community Center, and we are going to turn a shipping container into a tiny home with the intention that for the students to be able to profit off of it and actually own the shipping container. So a lot of people all around Philly are complaining, right, about gentrification and what are we going to do about it. So instead of going that route, we were like, what can we do to get the youth more prepared for the changes that are going on in the city? And I think one of the real reasons gentrification is happening in Philadelphia is because we're never taught about ownership, right? I don't even own a house yet. I'm 31? 31, 31. I was never taught about ownership from anybody. So Uh, yeah, it needs to be a part of the curriculum. You you don't take responsibility until you own something.
0: So what made you want to join me on my walk 60 miles? Oh
3: my God. It's so funny because you said you you told a couple people and then I was receptive. Yeah, you can't tell me... Things like this, because I will make you do it, right? Like we we did a prom this past weekend. The whole year they're like, "Can we have?" So you threw a prom. prom. You threw a prom. Yeah, we threw a
0: prom. So this is the kind of good stuff Carlos does. And and at the the risk of being corny, he 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 walks it like he talks it. He this is what he does. (laughs) And I'm beyond happy that that I have someone joining me. And rather than being like vain and making it all about me, actually, because realistically we're we're weaponizing my clout we're yeah, saying yeah. jason has got a mild amount of clout let's weaponize that and turn that into gross finance for children yes and so what is uh you wh- how much money do you want to raise for project ownership
3: so we want to raise honestly another 30,000 so we already raised 20,000 we want mm. another 30,000 so we have almost enough money for all of the materials right we're putting in a real kitchen we want to put in some solar panels right make it as As official as possible, but you also need to pay people, right? Mm -hmm. We want Tyed. We just applied for a grant for him for $40,000 so he can make a full-length movie documentary from start to finish of the shipping container. That's damn good. Everything about this project is how do we have the students take ownership. And we live in America, and you know part of ownership is getting paid, right? Mm -hmm. Like so – We want to just have as many opportunities as possible to be able to give these students who actually want to be a part of this some some more incentive to do it.
0: And I want to say this to you. I was at, so now that I'm a little bit more of a big deal, you know, I get invited. I was invited to a socialite dinner at this uh, Villanova professor's house. Pinky
3: out. Hey,
0: I wore shorts and I was sweaty as hell. Um, uh, But... Um, We were talking and she told me that the reason I was invited was because she reads this article that I wrote about homelessness and ownership of land. Mm. It is required reading for her college students Uh, at Villanova like Law School. Um, So they're forced to read it. And she read an article, a, a paragraph of the article that I wrote, which was basically me explaining that the ties between ownership of land in America and rights and power... There is no more important thing than owning land exactly. because it's the only thing that appreciates almost exponentially for no reason. So following the laws of our our economic system, ownership of land is the primary thing that will get you out of poverty. And most people aren't taught that. I wasn't taught that. Uh, like you, you, you don't learn it because you have to kind of learn that through critical thinking. And in the piece, it was about homelessness. Like, why can't we just house the homeless? I argue that America won't just house the homeless because without homelessness, there is no threat to low wage -wage workers uh, to keep them going and struggling and in the hamster wheel. So to give houses, which is essentially to give equity and freedom to people would be against the capitalist system uh, and directly against uh, the way that this country works. So we're teaching people about ownership. Where and I what I do love about project ownership, I've known you for a while and I know that a lot of the people that you have taught in the past, they have to have jobs because you teach older people that are going to high school and that's what they need to do. This gives them jobs, this teaches exactly. them shit, this teaches them skills. It's something I support. Uh, <laughs> so that's why we're doing it.
3: And that's why, right? So our our motto at We Love Philly might sound corny, but it's give love, get love. So Jason's legit been here since the beginning so that's another reason right when he was like yo I'm thinking about walking 60 miles like what 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 do you think I'm like well I'm coming with you (laughs) 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 like you can't do it alone no one wants to do that walk by yourself and then yeah once he told me I tried to make it as educational as possible so
0: and I'm gonna turn turn the eyes over here to Jalen and Uh, How? how when were you guys out of high school
1: Getting out of high school, I just got out actually.
3: Okay, how? how Class of twenty twenty one. Oh, yeah. Wait
1: a yeah. <laughs> So um, I actually graduated on Friday, or this last <laughs> coming Friday. Yeah.
0: That's great. Mm. Um, Taei, how about you?
2: Um, actually, uh, I kind of like graduated. I'm twenty twenty one. You
3: would be twenty too. I'm twenty one. Twenty twenty one. <laughs> So yeah, we we have two graduation dates at our school. It's yeah. an accelerated high school, but yeah, you would technically be 2021. 20, so
0: talk to me the two of you. What what was your education journey like? Talk to me about what what education means to you. Any any problems that you have with it because. I'm sure everyone at this table has problems with education, that's why <laughs> me and this other man are walking to the ocean and yes yeah and, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, talk to me a
2: bit about it no, nah, okay. yeah, uh school, yeah, not it, no, uh, it's not thorough if if yeah yeah, not it's uh, there's a lot of improvement that needs to be made just with anything that's been like a tradition like 'cause should uh, with tradition comes um, I forgot the quote, but you know what I mean, mm-hmm. school isn't the best because it hasn't. Ran on the best system for a while now, and like you're kind of just expected to like.
0: Did you go to public
2: school? I went to public. Right. I went to public school, and I went to a charter school. When I went to charter school, um, they they focus more on they focus more on discipline than education. Yeah, which is not good at all. Well, uh,
0: do, I, do I have something to tell you about the workplace? <laughs> the workplace <laughs> is very similar. To well, me. I mean,
2: obviously, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, so, like, they focus more on discipline than education, and when it comes to them teaching, they're more, like, I don't want to say stuck up, but, like, it's harder to find people that genuinely, genuinely care, opposed to certain public schools, because a lot of people see public schools aren't the best, so they become a teacher because of that reason they want to be able to be that one to be a change, or, you know, whatever, and, uh... It doesn't change the fact that public schools are still really bad because of the low funding because of the way that the kids are grow- brought up because and of- the,
0: well a lot of the reason we talk about education funding one of the hardest things about education funding is that education is funded by property tax so if education is funded by property tax, you have to look at the property in the area. Yeah. You look at the property in the area, you go, oh, okay, why is the property here less value? And then you, you look back to redlining and segregation. Yeah. So it's the direct effect of racist housing policies that has tanked inner city schools uh, for forever. It, and it was all, if, yep. if it was not intentional... Uh, well, it wasn't well, I think this was the racism was intentional. I don't know if the outcome of this, it was just poor we yeah. were doing all that yeah. racism, and then we we're like, all right, we'll, we'll stop doing some of this racism. <laughs> we'll do it in a different way. We'll, we'll let the banks do the racism instead of the government. Mm-hmm. And then the banks do the racism now. So people, rich people, rich white people from where I'm grew up, they think that inner city schools are bad because people in the inner city are bad. They don't understand the racist nature, and the thing is, in the suburbs, life's not that great either. So people are are not are comparatively. There's not a lot of empathy there because their lives aren't that great either. Mm-hmm. So so they hear about a little bit of worse lives in the city, and they go, "Fuck them! I'm struggling too." And then because because if, if you're if you're even talking about public school you are in a certain bracket. You are in a certain income bracket. You are. So there's kind of that class conflict between the lower middle class and the people in poverty that constantly is fighting with one another about how to fund education and what deserves funding. Uh, Jalen, talk to me about your education experience. We were talking earlier. You said you went to school in Jersey. I don't know anything about that.
1: Um, It definitely hit... I would definitely say it hit rock bottom as soon as COVID happened. I know... As soon as, I don't even think, Dece- usually December school runs around, everybody's happy, everybody's getting books, pencils, whatever they need for the school year, but you know, this year was different. So this year, you, it was either you go into school for two days or you're going online every single day, waking up at either 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock to go into school at a time. How Saturday many
0: hours day. were you spending on Zoom in a day?
1: Oh, my gosh. I would probably have to say, like, maybe 10, 10 to, like, 3 o'clock. <laughs>
0: that's that's 10 to, terrible. 10 to,
1: 10 to 3 o'clock, yeah. Well, so. Is
0: there anything? So what would you guys have liked to see change in the education system from, from people that are more close to it?
1: Well, um, throughout the year, I definitely had a lot of problems with the teachers. With them, I under, understand they have their own lives, and we have our own, too. As students, we have a different role, and they have a different role. But for as students, our role is to sit there and do our work, sit there and learn as students. But in order to learn, the teachers have to sit there and be, like, be there. They have to teach the kids. They have to grade everything. It was definitely hard for the teachers to get everybody in check, to everybody graduate. Definitely... This year was definitely everybody had to pull their own weight.
0: How about your early years in in, in the education system? Did you feel listened to? Did you feel like you got a proper education when when you were young?
1: Mm, I'm not really sure. Throughout the years, I've been in smaller classes, and I think definitely I've been... Since I've been in smaller classes, we are... We're definitely different from the other students, but we're definitely treated the way that we don't want to be treated. We're treated as if we don't know how to learn. We don't know how to sit there and deal with things. And teachers, you could see that they would sit there and get upset at you for the smallest things. And I definitely think teachers, depending on like, work-wise, they, a, lot of pe- a lot of teachers just don't care. Yeah. Especially in Jersey, it's different. It's different for all places, but you can tell throughout the years that school—it's it, just people are dropping out because yeah. teachers are starting to not even care. They're not getting paid enough, and they're just not caring about the kids, and they're always getting very upset about it.
0: Uh, uh, we'll pivot to Carlos uh, or Elsie You got something you want mm-hmm. to throw out there um, about younger education? About younger uh, and, and uh, first through eight.
2: Uh like like elementary school type yeah, Johns. Yeah, okay. So like personally I, it's different for me because I grew up like in like I grew up in Allegheny area in Philly. So yeah. so for me it's something I've thought about the concept that I'm about to say in a while and like Heard, I,
0: give it to us. I, I don't on. know if
2: it's a real thing. Well, it's like, but yep. I call it cognitive association. That's what I that's the that's the name I came up with it for. So it's like when you're in young schooling, a lot of teachers join young schooling because of the young kids you know what I mean that's their that's what they they're filled in and when it comes to people who grow up in low-income areas they have a lot more sympathy and compassion so when you grow up in a public school around a certain neighborhood your teachers are a lot more caregiving and a lot mm-hmm. more like like oh like that's Miss Jackson oh, she she gives me candy. She's like, oh, uh, uh, hey, baby, how's your mom doing? That type of, like, neighborhood, like, you know, like, uh, like friendly neighbor but family type thing. But then when you get older, it's like, okay, a lot of people from my area that are teenagers, they're kind of, you know, for lack of a better word, uh, 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 a donkey. You know what I mean? Like, they're kind of mm-hmm. like, so, like. A pe- donkey? and yeah. ass? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. so, like, people would see that and, like. If you're like hanging around people or that like are similar, or just because of the association, because it's just how it is, people would treat you that certain type of way. Especially if you do make the mistake of being around someone. So you're
0: talking about you felt judged.
2: Like you'll get yeah, you'll get really judged because in low come areas, a low income areas, a lot of the teenagers look to you know bad things and stuff like that. To do because there's not really much else to do. Hey, I'll tell you the suburbs are the
0: same as someone who started drinking very early and 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 grew up in a in a family that did yeah. like a good amount of crime
2: and, and drugs. Something that I've realized that like we don't have as much here, but that is a big problem in suburban areas. Which I like the way like you, you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. about suburbs aren't any better because I realized that, um that is that the the medicine cabinet thing. You know what I mean? Oh, the pills. The pills. The, the, like that. Like. The, the, the,
0: The pills, the needle pipeline. Yeah, like. I I grew up with one of my siblings uh, was a a heroin user. Like that shit is real. Uh, I saw, I was just in Kensington and Kensington, I think Allegheny at the cross street there reporting about opioids. I'm going to be on WHYY talking about opioid medication tomorrow. Um, They, um, I saw some of the most jarring, I saw more than a dozen people in the act of shooting up. Not even, not even that just like physically, Penetration. I saw yeah. someone, this was the thing that got me the most. I saw a woman with a needle behind her ear like a cigarette. <laughs> I couldn't believe that level of casual. And I was very careful because people were walking with Sharp jaws. And I'm not even one to, I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm always the biggest problem everywhere I go. Uh, but god damn did that shit break my heart. Carlos, we're pivoting to you. Problems in education.
3: Just to go off what both of you said, right? I think one of the problems, and I've gotten in trouble for saying this before, (laughs) is the teachers themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Teachers Well, that's that's what we just asked two students what the problems were and they (laughs) both said (laughs) it was a teacher.
0: I had a teacher tell me that I would never make it out of high school. I had
1: teachers tell me I was stupid. And we all
3: we all have the sad story where we're like, Yeah, we had that one teacher, like Mm -hmm. you've been in school your whole life and you only had one teacher that made an impact on you (laughs) where you you could remember. And I think it's because um, <laughs> before you, yeah, I love that. <laughs> It's because
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm using, I'm playing. for for astute listeners, I'm playing all songs that have the word "walk" in them. We've had "Walking on a Dream" by uh, Empire of Sun, "Walker, Texas Ranger," and "Walk It Like I Talk by the Migos.
3: I think one of the things that's very hard is when you're a teacher, you have to really do your own inner work first because if you let your own traumas out that you haven't dealt with on the student, they internalize it and think that it's them. And now they're gonna grow up thinking that they're always being judged by everyone who comes in contact because said teacher is not ready to be in that role to educate and to impart, because you're not just teaching the knowledge, right? When you're younger, right, it's all about energy. You can feel how the teacher is that day. You can feel what they're saying, what's coming off of them, how they really are. And if they're just like, have no patience with you or they have a short temper, you're going to be like, Well, what the hell did I do? F this guy, right? And then they, they, you automatically put them in that category of crappy teacher. But yeah, I feel like if you're going to be any sort of mentor or teacher, you really have to be okay with the things you've done and dealt with them and be able to be vulnerable and leave that share shit at that. home you gotta leave your L- leave shit it, at leave home. it at home or honestly <laughs> the cool thing is when you do deal with that shit you become a better teacher because now you can be vulnerable to the students and let them know who you really are and how you were able to use that to overcome yeah. instead of it ruling your life and you're making decisions. And
0: I, I think that was always something that I've never, I never struggled with internalizing stuff. The teacher said, because my mother was a teacher. Mm. So I saw my mom every day. Like I knew that when I went to school, she went to school. When she came home, she was mom. And there was shit happening to her. Like her mom got Alzheimer's, her dad died. Like she had to live through all this shit and then go to school at the same time. And she would talk about how difficult that was at home. She mm. would talk about, how, and I was like, oh, my teachers are people, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay, they're like me. Yes. They're not just like and tyrants. Yes. They're like they're messes. Yes. They're not they're not they're not authoritarian bosses. They're." People in shambles and, yeah. and underpaid. Yes, exactly. It's not
3: 100% their fault, right? It's yeah. the system that they're in. They're not being paid enough. You're expected to take home all of the energy that yeah. your students are imparting on you, and you're you're doing everything possible if you care. So the system itself is set up for a teacher to be burnt out. May I is-
0: say something that I that I think it's not talked about a lot, and I'm just kind of thinking about it now, so it might be stupid. Um, the kind of the standardization of of american education and how it feels like through like things like the 80s and the 90s things like uh fast food restaurants chain restaurants um companies everywhere you go everything was standardized and it had like a
3: assembly line and
0: a managerial tone to it and i always felt and i always felt that education was the same way It, it was like here's here is the guidelines do the guidelines and then nothing else like there is no there is no humanity yes. in teaching it feels it feels hollow like it to me i worked at, i would go to school and then i'd work at a panera bread there was almost no difference in like yes. the respect
3: level or like that, the chain of command. And when you say, what's the problem in education? So in 2021, that needs to change, right? Students' voices need to be amplified because that top-down method works when the people at the bottom lack the knowledge to know that there's something better or that they can have a say. Now, with the invention of the internet, social media, there's so much content that students could be watching and having them think in different ways. So now they go to this bullshit system that is the education standardized American system. And they're like why do that when i could go over here and do this just like how right? when i
0: worked in europe i was like oh they like treat each other with respect if i want to walk outside for 30 <laughs> minutes and just like think they they told me that we we uh work to live we don't live to work yeah. and that method changed my life and it it changed the way i view things yeah. because it was so standardized in me to Get 100, get 100, yeah, get a program. And I was a horrible right. student. Out of 260 kids in my high school, my graduating class, I was 202. I, yeah. I wasn't accepted into Temple University. I had to go to ESU for two years and then get accepted into Temple. Yeah. Like I, and then don't even get, higher education
3: yeah.
0: is a scam. Yeah. Higher education is a scam. I was just saying, that's a, that, that's, a, that's, a walk, that's a walk across
3: yeah. the country event.
0: <laughs> and real quick, real quick, real quick. This is a song by a local hard rock band, and the name of it is Fuck Temple University, we're just going to give this some play for a couple seconds. And there we go. That was Fuck Temple University by Konshi. You said uh, they're local? Yeah, they're a local band. Oh, oh. Yeah, all good, all good, all good. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, they're a local band. Uh, that was a banger. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm happy I, could, I yeah. could convey to the youth. Um, but, yeah, no, I owe them like $80,000 because they partner with um, – so the banks partner with corrupt loan companies and the corrupt loan companies work with uh, the colleges. And this is all sanctioned by the federal government. Um, I'm 50 in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about 100 deep. But yeah. uh, I'm never paying that shit. One of, eventually <laughs> eventually, eventually, eventually <laughs> one of these politicians is going to have to yeah. wipe it away. And guess what? If no one does, I will. I'll become the president and I'll yeah, wipe my right, own college loans away.
3: They know we don't read the terms and agreements. So hey, we got to make sure we read. Them I signed that they shit when i seven.
0: I signed that <laughs> yeah. shit when I was 17. Same. Tell me how that's legal. Same. And also on top of that, why can the Federal Reserve give money on zero dollars interest, but I got to pay eight dollars interest on my fucking college loans? It's, it's horseshit. It's always been horseshit. Also, all of my college professors were dumber than me. Um, I hate them. I I uh, hate the whole system. I used to berate my teachers. I never bought a textbook, never read a goddamn book in college. But I also studied communications, which is a fake degree, so uh, I didn't need to go to college. Uh, yeah, and and thank shout out to Kenoshi again on fuck Temple University. That's a banger. Uh, that we're coming banger. up on a half hour. What are some things that you guys would like to see change in education? What 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 Carlos? What can people expect on the walk that you're thinking about? We have a kickoff event. We have the kickoff event. What? What do we? Can we talk about the kickoff event?
3: Um, the kickoff event. We can we say, the it it we'll say, we'll ki- say the day it will be. We'll say the day it will be. Yeah. The, the kickoff event. We'll leave it in here. We can edit it out. The kickoff event will be July sixteenth. It's going to be at Cherry Street Pier, where they have all of those shipping containers. Yep. Um, so come check it out. Um, from 4:30 to 6, we're gonna have students there doing spoken word, talking about what they want to see change in education. Some local on the ground nonprofits that are doing work in education, and we want to amplify the 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 schools that aren't Masterman and Central when they talk about this is what the students want. So I want yeah. to I want to get out to the 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 all the other schools that are really in Philadelphia that maybe don't don't get that spotlight, and then we're gonna walk over the Ben Franklin Bridge, and yeah. Yeah, we're going walking through Camden. We're going to walking
0: <laughs> through... Belmont. We're we, we all over the place. I don't even know where we'll be walking because I'm on island
3: time. I'm yeah, at, definitely don't. come out. African-Caribbean yeah. drum group will be there. Damn straight. straight. It's going to be a party. And then me and uh, Jason and all the students will walk. You can stay behind and probably get a drink. At,
0: yeah, uh, have Street a here. drink. Go somewhere nice. Have a good day with your family. Come into the city. And yeah. if you're from the suburbs and you're one of the people that thinks the city's dangerous, boo. Yeah. Fuck you. The city's not dangerous. You're yeah. <laughs> racist. Yeah.
3: Um, and if you're <laughs> any of those people who said, they should have did this in high school, don't if, if you say that and you don't come to this event, you're not allowed to say that anymore. Because yeah. we're literally doing the things that we all complained about growing up, about school being. So at least come out and share some support.
0: Yeah, we're walking out like we talk. Jalen, uh, Taheed anything else you guys want to say? Thoughts? Can people follow you on social media? Can people support you in your lives?
2: Yes, you can support me on almost anything at YuriXoxyueRiXox. <laughs> And uh, uh, Instagram, painful realization. That's about it. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, the school system isn't uh, isn't um, isn't good. And your your conception of the government is a lie.
0: Yep. <laughs> Jalen, anything for you? All
1: right. Um. I would only say the only platform that you can really follow me on is Sweet Tofu. Either Sweet Tofu or Sweet Bono. On As what? Instagram. Okay. Just Instagram. You can either do that, or you can find videos of me and Tyed on TikTok.
0: Yep, and and I'm gonna say this. If you've listened to this whole episode, please show out and support us. This is something, I rarely do anything that's important. Uh, I write I write some, some articles, those are important, but those aren't a physical manifestation. A lot of the things I hate about my job is that it, a lot of it is talking, a lot of it is digital bullshit that people are just looking at on their phone. I'm excited that we're doing something physical. We're engaging with the community. We're doing something where people can see us. We're doing something yeah tangible and we're going to get people together and i think there's a lot of value in that and um donate to project ownership donate to we love philly we're going to have all the press releases and graphics and bullshit out after this you'll you'll hear this and you'll see all that stuff between now and mid july anything else you want to say carlos yeah, if there's anywhere I can be of service, hit me up.
3: We love Philly.org
0: We will help you. And if you have any tips on corruption or you want to fuck with anyone who's fucking with you, hit me up. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll get these people in the press. And we're going to end right here on the best song that has the word walk in it. Uh, this is Walk by Comethazine.
1: Reflection. Reflection.
2: Ay, I walk around like that nigga. Finger on the trigger. If a nigga wants to smoke, I let this chopper eat his liver. I can't with the 38, I'm leaving with a body. If he try me doing sloppy shooting, the big like that nigga. Finger on the trigger. If a nigga wants some smoke, I
1: let this chopper eat his liver. I can't with the 38, I'm leaving with a body. If he try me doing sloppy shooting, at the